What's happening everybody and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith show. I'm Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing tonight mate? You alright? I'm good mate, how are you? Yeah, all good man, all good. Looking forward to talking all things Rangers again. Um, like I said, I think the last game we had, the last time we spoke it was pretty, pretty down in the dumps after the Celtic game. However, since then they've sort of turned it around and made us a bit more happier eh? I'm definitely buzzing to talk about it tonight. Uh, the last time was was pretty grim, mate. It was, it was. But like I said, we we the good comes the bad, doesn't it? When we, when we're talking about when we're talking about um, when we're talking about Rangers, anyway, definitely. Ah, oh, it's it, man. It's a it's a wild roller coaster, this, isn't it? You know, yeah. I don't know anybody would choose to do it to themselves, to be honest. But yeah, you know, it's it's, uh, it's you're born into it, and you can't help it, and you love it, so it's all good. That's it. That's it. I seen a. I seen a um a tweet a few days ago from from someone that says, "Is is it just me? Or as as the older you get, no, no, it was something like, is it does does your mood influence? You know, does your football club influence your mood, and does it ease off the older you get?" Right. And everybody was like, "No, it's even worse the older you get." And I think it is. I think that's a I think that's a fair point. The older I've got, the more it's definitely affected me um as well. What about you? Would you think about that? Uh, it's an interesting one. Probably, um, you understand it more. So you know, like it's you, you realize it's more complex and all that. I think when you're wee, it, there is there is still well for me when I was wee, I remember like some serious mid swings with it. But you know, you you don't really understand it as much. So I uh, even though you get older and you maybe calm down in a, in a certain way, the fact you understand it more means it impacts you on different levels where it, it didn't before or whatever. So I uh, probably just the same. I don't think I've got any any calmer. Um, I don't know if I get any worse right enough either. Probably about the same for me, I'd say. I think it's got. I think it's got worse for me because all my, all my good pals that I went to school with and have been pals since we were since we were young, are on Angel supporters. So when we were all sort of doing the gun, we were all doing together. You know, if, you know, if we get beat or whatever, you didn't really. You sort of didn't let it affect you because mass in my primary school there was, I don't think there was any Celtic fans in my class. Maybe one. And then in my secondary school, there was a few boys I was pally with who were Celtic fans, but they weren't really into football like like we were. It's only when I sort of started going to higher education and then working where, you know, you get more Celtic fans in the workplace and stuff. And then even that in our office, when we worked together, there was only one or two of them in there as right. well. So I've been kind of lucky, but I, I find myself, it does affect you a wee bit more the older you get. I, I thought I found it like that as well. But obviously then you realise there's... There is sometimes there's more important things in life than football, and sometimes there isn't. Obviously, I've got two young kids at that point, so saying something like that's a wee bit, wee bit tongue in cheek. Aye, but like you said, even though there are more important things, right? You know, there's there's no doubt, but doesn't mean it's not going to affect you. Like it is super important, you know. And that's the bit I'm saying. You you might not choose, but you can't help. Yep. You know, you're just you're invested, and it and it impacts you whether you whether you like it or not. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to be discussing. The last, the last three games, which is the Hearts game, the Hibs game, and then the Annan game, and then also I look ahead to a very exciting tie on Thursday as well. Ahead um, when we when we go to Germany um, to play Dortmund, which is which is a massive game as well. So we'll discuss that a bit later on. But let's let's start off, Keith, with the with the Hearts game. Um, let's go for that. So there was quite a few changes to the lineup, um, in there as well. A few changes in there, which was good to see. You know, um, you see Balogun coming coming in for his start, who did play quite well in the second half against Celtic, and Borna getting rightfully put on the bench, in my opinion, and Bassey going to left-back, 
we've seen the midfield double uh, midfield double act of Jack and Lundstrom who were outstanding, I thought, as well. So what did you make of first of all, let's have a chat about the team. What did you make about the changes in the team when when you heard it? See when you seen the two holding midfielders, were you a wee bit like, Oh man, but it worked it worked really well. They complemented each other really well, I thought. I I think um the, the changes, we, we asked for changes, right? Um, and we will probably come on to other things we asked for in a minute. But we did ask for changes. And, and I think uh, Kamara and Barisic were two that we said had to come out. Yep. So when we seen they came out, I don't think that was, you know, that wasn't a, wasn't a problem. In fact, if they had picked them, it would have been a problem, I think. So um, I know it was it was what we needed to see from a, a, a selection perspective. Um I would also have liked to. Uh, uh, it was brilliant on the night, or well, it wasn't brilliant, but it was good on the night. But I still would have dropped Kent. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought I think he really needed it uh, or deserved it or whatever. But anyway, um, I thought that the Jack Lundstrom thing. I think a lot of people can be a bit harsh on Jack. I um, I think he's an eight. I don't think he's a six. I don't think he's like it. can be if we like if you if you play him like that. But if you if you watch him, what he does. Um, and in the Hearts game, I think was a good example. Naturally, I think he's a I think he's a box to box midfielder. I don't think he's a he's a sitter. I think, I mean he can do it, and he's good in the tackle, and he reads the game well, and you know he's he's got the he's got the ability. But I think he's got the all round ability. He, he, he's one of the few, um, you know, that we've got. I would say that that he tries the the early forward pass. He's trying to split defences. He like he, he's he has more attacking. I think a lot than than people give him credit for. Um, so I, I really see him as an eight. So I, I wasn't. A, I didn't look at it and think, oh, that maybe a few years ago when it was Jack and Kamara under Gerrard and they were asked to sit. I it was it was you know that then it was a thing. But I, I don't think he's natural game and what Gio's going to ask of him. I was never really that worried to be honest. Um, and you know, like I thought, I thought it was a good balance as you say. I thought they complemented each other well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, before the games, see when you see it and it's lined up. You know, you're a bit like, are they two going to play two sixes? And if they do, that's not really, that's not really what Gio's all about. So I'd been, no. I was, I was on the way to the game with my brother, and he announced the team, and he's like, it's, it's, are they two? Are they playing two holding? I mean, I, I don't think so. You know, Lundstrom would probably do the hold. They also would complement each other. Where one of them would be, say, Lundstrom six, and he gets the ball and he goes forward. Jack will drop in, and then they'll, they'll complement each other and swap each other about, which what they've done very well. Um, that's I think that's probably. John Lundstrom's best game in a Rangers top um, that I've seen him and I think maybe you know I think it takes a while for for sometimes for players to settle in and get used to get used to you know the game and stuff I remember his first game at Ibrox the European game he just looked totally out of water a duck out of water you know he didn't he mm-hmm. didn't really understand anything but I think now it's taken a while to get in there he's been patient he's been on the bench a lot however that I think that jersey's his um, for, for the time being anyway that, that one I think it's I think it's him, and if Jack's fit, Jack's in there. If not, Kamara's in there. Um, but I think that's probably the best. The, the, the last few, the Hibs game as well, is probably the best two games I've seen Lundstrom play for us, definitely. And I hope it's a turnaround on him. I think we, we've mentioned this before. There is a player in there, isn't there? I mean, obviously there is if he's played in the Premier League with Sheffield United and stuff like that. Um, you know, you, you, you're not a diddy if you're, playing in the Premier, if you're playing in the Premier League in England. But, um, you know, I'm glad to see him getting his opportunity now, and I think he's took it. I I think the, the the patience thing is is right. You know he's he's um, he's been sitting waiting in the wings, potentially going in January and, and all that stuff. But the the fact is that um, since Gio came in anyway, the, the guys in front of him were were playing well. You know, um, so you think well you you've got to wait and take your chance. And I think the the character of the man was when he, he had the opportunity 
he's took it, you know, he, he did really well, like you say, beside Jack against Hearts, um, and then Jack was, was injured, as we know, and he didn't play against Hibs, and then you're thinking, ah, okay, well, what lunchtime are we going to see, how much credit does Jack get, or whatever, and he pretty much just played the same game almost, you know, he yep. picked up where he left off, he was flying into tackles, he was winning the ball, he was, you know, he was he was doing all the stuff that um, we might talk a wee bit more about for, in the Hearts game, so he's looked good, uh, and I, I agree with you, I mean, if he keeps playing like that, the, the jerseys has to lose, really, you know, he's, he's seen Kamara do well under Gio, and he's been sitting watching, like, oh man, I, I need a chance, um, and he's, he's had the character to, maybe we don't know, maybe he said, no, I want to stay and fight, you know, maybe he did have chances to go away in January, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't want to go to Middlesbrough and Lone, I want to stay here and fight for my place and get in a team and go and win a title and compete in Europe and all that sort of stuff and you know he's he's done it alright so no nah, fair play to the guy um, yeah definitely he's, he's best he's best too he's best we spell and hopefully he can maintain that yeah yeah and one of the other guys I wanted to talk about as well was obviously the the main man Morelos so good to see him back in the team and it shows you um how vital he is to your team and how much we need him and just what he offers as well not just the goals obviously he's got two great goals um, in there as well you know the ball in from Kent for the first goal was was pretty, was was a great ball in and a great dive in to get the he get his foot to it and then the second goal you could say is a wee bit of luck you know he, he plays a one-two off the defender we sell <laughs> and, but what a finish as well right into the top right into the side corner with, uh, with, with, with his weaker foot you would say his left foot as well it was two great finishes but I think it's overall, Keith, what he brings as well. You know, his hold-up play, you know, he's, he's he's really matured, I think, over the last, maybe maybe over the, the last few years with the Gerrards, um, end of the Gerrards stuff. Obviously, he's playing, he was playing a bit more of a different position, but now that we're playing him up front as a number nine, I think we're seeing the full advantage of a fully fit and hungry and wanting to be here, Alfredo Morelos. Aye, I think, he, 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 you know, he did the... He went away with Colombia, then he made the squad, and it looks like he's come back with a bit between his teeth, and he's taken it in in the right way, where he's been like, okay, I, I'm going to show. Um, I think Colombia lost both of those games, um, if I if I'm right, or maybe I'd drawn a loss, but um, you know, so maybe it looks like he's came back and he's like, nah, man, I'm going I'm going to prove, uh, I, I, you know, I'm I deserve in that squad, I deserve in that team, I'm at the top of my game. And he's just, he's came back possessed and he's just been all over it, man. Brilliant performance been. against Hearts, just bossing and bullying it. And, you know, I thought he was in a match against Tibbs as well, probably. But again, we'll, we'll come on to talk about the games. But now nah, it's brilliant to see him back. He's came back with, with a new lease of life. He's, he's looked he's looked really good under under Gio. Um, and again, Lundstrom and, and Alfie probably share something. And, and you see it with some of the other players as well. I think Gio's come in and he's just, simplified the tactics a bit, you know, like he said to Lundstrom, go and, go and be a centre mid. Uh, he said to Alfie, go and be in between the goals and be a centre forward and get goals. And I'm sure Roy McKay um, being about is, is is not hurting down him any harm. And you see, I mean, people mention it as well, and we've we seen it under Candias. Maybe the Spanish thing does help, you know, Roy McKay, and I think we mentioned on here before, Gio both speak Spanish. Maybe, maybe that, that doesn't do any harm to Alfie as well, you know, just because I'm sure his English is, is getting better all the time, but um, his best before now was probably when he had Candace beside him who spoke Spanish and they were quite close and quite pally and yep. they were seeing it again, you know. So I think there's um, the coaching staff coming in, speaking his lingo and also just simplifying stuff, I think, in general um, rather than maybe asking him to do too much of the, you know, link-up play and being a bit deeper and, you know, dragging defenders deep and creating space for your inside tens to go, go and beyond and, you know, that sort of stuff. 
And Alfie's like, just give me the ball, man. Let me pick a pass and then go and get in the box and get an end across and go and get a goal or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's probably um, helped his game. Yeah, yeah. And imagine, imagine like you mentioned, they're going away with, going away with Colombia, not even get making it, not even making the bench. That would, if you're still travelling halfway around the world and not even get there, regardless of where you're going, that's going to piss you off and it's going to make oh, you, aye. it's going to make you angry. It's going to make you hungry to show them that you know you're wrong, not to do that, like you said. So uh, it's a different. The other thing is, I wonder how I wonder how pissed off he was about the, the old firm, right? Because yeah. we know he doesn't like them, right? Like, let's let's just be honest about that. They don't like him. He doesn't like them. So him going away and doing that and seeing us getting beat like we did and thinking it could have helped, you never know. Maybe that. I mean, it would have pissed us off majorly, right? But we're Rangers fans, obviously. But you just don't know. Maybe he's, he's watched that and on. He's sort of come on. That was a waste. I could have been. I could have been there giving him a hard time. And, and I think he would have made a big difference in the, in the old firm game. You know, we had no out. The ball just kept coming back, um, especially in that first half. You know, like our, our forwards were pretty inept and they were just losing it and it was just coming straight back at us. Ralphie's there with his physicality, hold the ball up and get us off the park and relieve some of that pressure. It could have made all the difference. You just don't know. So I think it, it, hopefully that, it, that's been in his mind and all. He's come back with a bit of, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's show him and hopefully he uses that when they come to Ibrox in the not too distant future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one of the other things as well, Keith, before we go into the the star man making his making his debut um, at Ibrooks, but what um, I wanted to talk a bit about Glenn Kamara um, after he came on, you know, he sort of obviously he, he get very rightfully taken off against Celtic, but if you were going to come on off the bench and do something, that's the way to do it, isn't it? You know, he sort of, you know, he. he he, not not to turn everybody around, but just to sort of say, you know, I'm a good, I'm a good player. I've just said, you know, everybody had their off day, but what a way to do it, you know. He, what a great bit of play between him and the one two between was it him and Kent, and then the one two between him and um, Alfie again, and then he he done very well to slot the ball into the back of the net as well. I know it was it was a, it was a great finish. It was the type of finish that um, I think if Kent had applied, he probably could have had two or three goals in the game. The amount of times Kent chopped. Um, and then you know went went the way he chopped, whereas like Kamara chopped and sat them down, and then just put it in the near post. I think mm-hmm. Kent had an opportunity to do something very similar in the first half. Um, no, this was a great goal, great finish. Um, happy for Kamara. Hopefully, he gets a bit of his confidence back because it. I think the thing for me with Kamara was it wasn't just the old firm game. You know, if you're saying oh, he deserves drop because he was crap that night, you'd have been you'd have been making. 10 or 11 changes aye, you know what I mean making full changes the whole team. aye aye there was nobody really got, got past marks for the starting 11 I don't think maybe McGregor maybe Arfield uh, yeah. push apart from that definitely no one else um, so I think uh, it was more just the runner form you know and that was why I kind of feel like take him out the, take him out the limelight let him get a breather and because he's the, the class is there it's not about ability you know but form is temporary and people have ups and downs and that's human it's not about that so it's not about like oh he's shite I hate him getting out of the team it's about doing what's right for the squad and for the individual maybe just like Borna he needs taken out and the pressure lifted and let him build his confidence back up you know before coming back in and we'll come on to talk about the Habs game probably but um, so I think Kamara good to see him getting a goal um, and hopefully it does his, does his confidence well because he is he is a good player and if Jack's no fit then we're probably going to be back to relying on Glenn Kamara quite a bit. Although, yeah. um, we'll come out and talk about we're getting more and more players back and, and the fitness in the squad seems to be getting there. So, hopefully that's that's good all round. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And one of the players as well, like I mentioned, who came back, one of the players that came back there was Stephen Davis. Great to see him getting a, 
getting a run out as well for um, at the end of the at the end of the game as well. But let's talk about um, the main man, Aaron Ramsey, making his making his debut. Great to see someone of that caliber. Obviously, we spoke about him before, but we we done the pod about him. Um, but great to see, great to see him actually in the flesh. Ibrooks doing his doing his stuff. Obviously, there's a bit of rustiness in there. They didn't. He only got what fifteen minutes, but Aye. you know, sl- slow way. And obviously, he's he's, st- he's he's played more obviously since then. You know, against Tibbs, and then he started. He played against Dan, and he started against Dan. But we'll discuss that in a wee bit. But just just a wee one there. Great to see him making his debut, and you know, in that in that midfield, isn't it? Oh, I know, definitely. And like you say, been building up the, the, the match fitness. And that's what we needed, you know. That, that that's We knew that when he was coming in. Um, he's not played a lot of football. It was going to take him time. He is fit, but getting match fit is, is different. So we knew that. Um, and it, it was good to see him in the flesh. It was good to see him, um, you know, start to, to make that journey. And who knows? I, I mean, if he's he's got an hour or whatever it was against Annan, and um, he's probably not too far away for, you know, getting a few... A few starts and maybe, maybe not right away. Maybe he's not two in a week, but he's getting to the point where you know you've got to think he'll be he'll be in that he'll be in the, the kind of the starting squad uh, more often than not. Hopefully in the not too distant future. So coming in a, a good time of the season when lots of lots of games and we need lots of wins. So brilliant. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And what a what a great result it was as well because you know beating beating Hearts five nothing is you know it was it was a it was an interesting. Um, it was it was really interesting because before the game when we were walking up, me and my brother were walking up to Ibrooks and where he, where he parks as well. We were walking by these Hearts fans who were all singing and all that, and then when it, you know, this started a bit of a a bit of a ruckus between the Hearts fans and the Rangers fans. But in the way back down, they were they were fairly quiet. So he beat them <laughs> beat them five nothing. It was it was um it, it was a great result and just what we needed. I think after the. After the game, because we we were talking about this, this is this this was two hard games. Even though they were at home, they're two strong teams who, you know, obviously the the razor the the razor game maybe not Aberdeen level raising your game, but the raise they definitely raise their game when they come to Ibrox are playing Rangers. Aye, Hibs especially more than Hearts, I would say. Um, but Hearts are will be right up for it. I thought, I mean, the game itself, the performance was was what we were after. I think I would have taken. A brilliant performance in one 0 you know, mm-hmm. like uh, the three points in the performance, what is what I was after, um, and by and large, I thought we we did well. The performance was, you know, started fast, got in their faces, put them under pressure, um, created lots of chances. At, at half time, I thought one 0 you know, flattered hearts quite a bit. Um, Kent pretty wasteful. Or Alfie probably could have another. You know, there was there was a few fair few chances we had. Um, but in saying that, like the last five minutes and a half, Hearts started to come into it, and then it started the second half for maybe like fifteen minutes at one 0 Hearts had two or three good chances, and if they if they take one of them, uh, you know they they could have um, could have really put the cat amongst the pigeons a bit. Bassey with another pretty bad error, just headers it to the boy and says, "Go on then, chip the goal." Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Oof. Um, so that probably should have been one each, if we're being honest. And then Alfie gets a goal at a really good time, and at two 0 uh, at that point. Everybody knows the game's done, and Hearts kind of like ah fuck, and then just boom, 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 and then yep. you know it's 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 game over really quickly after that. So we scored at good times. We scored early in the first half, scored early in the second, well, not early in the second half, but a good time in the second half. But I think so. It wasn't a complete performance, you know. There was a few defensive lapses, you know. There was a few Golden under hits the back pass or over hits the back pass. Bassey was a wee bit sloppy. Um, I thought Bassey was 
was brilliant in spells. I mean, his ball for the for the first goal to Kent is just that yep. that's that's past the night. I think, and there was some good there was some good movements and some every goal was brilliant actually. But that was that was a phenomenal ball. Um, kind of, well, I don't want to say it, but it did have the kind of Kevin De Bruyne's, you know, where you do, he loves that pass inside the fullback in the centre half in the, in that channel. Yeah, um, it, it was very much perfect weight. Kent just runs on it and first time ball across for Alfie to tap in at the back post. So brilliant ball, but. You know, he, he was he did look a wee bit ropey defensively, and I thought Golden looked a wee bit ropey as well. So it wasn't a perfect performance, but definitely much more like it. And the intensity and for the right off for the bat um, was was exactly what we needed. But um, well, that's what I thought anyway, mate. What did you make of the performance? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I, I agree with you. There was a few shaky moments in there as well, where the the nerves could have the nerves were definitely going in the game, mm-hmm. and I feel like if you know without the help of a few decent saves by, you know, McGregor or something. You know, it could have been, it could have been a bit more, or else there, hearts and it to put in the back of the net as well. But it could mm-hmm. have been, it could have been seriously shaky moment time, um, in there. But like you said, I think for the both games, the Hearts and the Hibs game, basically we scored at the perfect times to basically kill the game off, which is what Aye. we, which is what we've done here as well. You know, in the Hibs game as well, which we'll talk about in a minute. But yeah. I'm, I agree with you. There was a few times where it was a wee bit shaky and the crowd were getting on a wee bit when it was one nothing, and they were sort of coming back into it. It was a bit more like, come on. And then the second goal sort of calmed everybody down and then for their Rangers just sort of went into cruise control and Aye. you know played their football with a bit more confidence and went for it. And I think that built them up well for um, for the for, for last Wednesday at, um, at Ibrox, which we'll, which we'll talk about now, mate, if that's all right. Go for it. Aye, so so in terms of the in terms of the team, only only one change to the team, and that was um, Ryan Jack out due to that horrific challenge that Column didn't didn't um, do anything about. That's one thing I want to discuss as well after aye, this aye, is, after the two games as a as the referees. But Kamara mm-hmm. uh, Kamara came in, Jack came out, but other than that, I was reasonably happy with the team um, again. And then, but obviously, within the space of I think it was about fifteen minutes, we had. Um, an injury to Balligan and Born, and Borna came in um, and shifted Bassey back into centre half and Borna went out to went out to left back again. It was a wee bit of a a shaky performance by Borna. It seems like a man whose confidence is pretty low at the moment, but I think he'll mm-hmm. turn that around. Obviously, um, a few games under his belt and stuff like that. I think he will turn it around. I mean, he's had the resilience before. When he nearly left the club due to the Liverpool incident, he turned it round. So I think he can turn this around as well. But yeah, Bonner's Bonner's performance wasn't wasn't particularly at the start. I think I think he settled into the game a wee bit better. But um, at the start, I mean, he got an early booking as well for a challenge, which I thought was a bit harsh considering it was his first challenge. Um, but yeah, he was a bit shaky at times, wasn't he? Aye, I think um, Balogun. Balligan going off was, was not ideal. Um, I know they said it was, uh, Gio said, short-term injury. I don't know, but I'm hoping um, it'd be good if he's in the squad for uh, for, for Dortmund. That would yeah. be that would be ideal, to be honest, because I, I wouldn't be too thrilled about the, the Bassey-Borna combo, if I'm honest. But anyway, aye, so um, Balligan going off was, was definitely a blow and, and Borna coming on, it, it was nae, it was too too soon for everybody, right? Borna didn't want to come on, the manager didn't want to play him. Um, he was going to he was going to start against Annan. Hopefully, you know it's lesser opposition. Go and put in a good performance. Go and build your confidence back. That was the perfect forum. Um, but unfortunately, injuries happen. You know, and he, he did come on. He did look a bit ropey. Um, 
but he, he did, he did, as you say, he got a bit better as the game went on. Still didn't look great, but he, he did get better. I kind of liked um, when he came on. I, I felt um, you know the crowd started to sing the sing his song and that. I thought, okay, that's good. You know, a bit of intelligence for the crowd of, you know, rather than oh he's made a bad pass, go and get on his back. Then it just spirals out of control, you know. And, it gets even it gets even worse, which means he makes an arm mistake and then he gets even worse. Whereas the crowd try to, um, I mean, if, if he didn't, he did a few bad things and the crowd were on his back. But I thought by and large they were pretty patient, singing his song, trying to help him get his confidence back. So more of that, I think, would is, is not going to do any harm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It was, it was it, that was that was good to hear that you know obviously when he came on everybody was everybody was right for him again and it was you know it was good to see and I think he like I said I think he did settle into the game a wee bit more in the second half mm-hmm. um, maybe after the second goal he was a bit like oh thank fuck for that and he can sort of <laughs> exactly. he can sort of relax a wee bit <laughs> you know sort of um, and just sort of enjoy football but yeah um, two two goals penalty by Tav in the first five minutes clear penalties um, from what I can see um, the Tav slots away perfectly and then just um just about just on the hour mark, Alfredo makes it two nothing with a with a great strike, um, right into the goalie, powerful as anything, and it could have been it could have been more. I think that game, I think two nothing, maybe. I mean, Hibs did have a few chances. I mean, Nisbet had one in the first half where the ball sort of fell to him in the inside the six yard box, and McGregor managed to save it. He just literally hit it right at McGregor um, mm. as well. But yeah, they were they weren't they weren't really up to much. I didn't think Hibs same. Um, you know, they could have had a few chances and they're the same as the Hearts ones, but again, they never took it and Rangers showed their, Rangers showed their dominance and put them away. Um, as well, what did you make of the game? Uh, no, no, same. I thought we we were probably, um, on balance, I thought probably just as dominant, maybe. Maybe not quite as dominant as against Hearts, but over the 90 minutes, I thought we, we probably created enough to, to win by more. Same as, I mean, we spoke about Hearts had a couple of chances, Let's not kid ourselves. If if, if both teams take their chances, that finishes 10-2 or something like that to us, right? We had more chances than Hearts did and we wasted more than they did. Hibs, again, I thought I did, did a couple and maybe a late one and a wee scare or whatever, but I, 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 2-0 on balance flatters them. We, we probably should have done a couple. Kent, again, you know, had a couple where he's just, he seems to like to just cut in and then put them wide to the far post all the time, man. You know, <laughs> That's been a few weeks in a row he's done I, that. I'm dying to just get me. See if he just wants shoots near post and high. You know, like he, he probably he probably comes away with a couple of goals over those games. So we wasted more chances than Hibs did, and I agree with you. Pretty good performance. Could have been a couple more. Um, uh, no real downsides to be honest. No, no. Again, and Ramsey get more minutes than he's built and he's built, like I said, in terms of preparation for um, for the Annan game as well. So that was so that was great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, see him happening there, um, as well. So yeah, I think I think that's sort of the same as the as the as the Hearts game keeper. One of the things I did want to talk about before we got into the Anning game has been the performances of a, of the of the referees, and um, particularly in those two games. I mean, obviously people were thinking you know be saying oh, Rangers fans want to be referees and all that, but tinfoil hats on and stuff like that. But two terrible performances. I thought I thought the Hearts game really caught them. Was just, I mean, that first of all, that challenge on um, on Jack was a clear, was a clear, you know, free kick at least in a booking, probably for the way that boy went down. I mean, no, no I, I wouldn't say the players, the players, I'm dangerous player or anything like that, but as a free kick, you know, he does get him um, in there, but he doesn't get anything for it. And then I thought the 
the Hibs game, the referee was trying to make it all about himself in there Aye. as well, which was, you know, blown for everything, getting the, you know, it was it was just it was just two really weird performances. And I think that's one thing about about Scottish football is, you know, we pay us two as season ticket holders, we pay a lot of money for the product that we get and not just us, everybody, every season ticket holder, not not only at Rangers, but oh, yeah, throughout yeah, Scottish football. Mm-hmm. You know, we pay a lot of money to see our team and we've got guys who are, you know, who aren't, that aren't professionals. You know, this is a hobby for them. This isn't their job. I mean, they get paid handsomely for their hobby. You know, they get paid a £1,000 a game for their hobby. But without these guys being full-time professional referees, the quality of refereeing isn't going to get any better. No, no, I, I agree. And the performances were weird. And just as examples, it's it's consistency. Like, why does Bassey get booked against Hearts? Yeah. Like, he wins the ball and just literally stands there and the guy clatters into him and he gets booked for it. You're like, that's bonkers. And then that guy comes to the wrong side, above the ball, catches Jack in the ankle and twists his ankle. You know, it's one of the ones that you jar it and you're like, oh, you're here. Um, and it, it, nothing, not even a free kick. And then Hibs as well. I mean, oh, in the first half in particular, it was silly things, right? But there's like, um, within the space of 10 seconds, you know, there's... I'm I'm the Rangers player, the Hibs player, and you push me in the back, right? And I, I go down, and he gives nothing. And then another Rangers player comes in and goes shoulder to shoulder with you, and you go down, and he gives a free kick. Yeah. And you're like... And that, that happened literally three or four times in the first half, where the exact same thing... And the and you know like in the same passage of play they did it to us nothing we do the exact same thing to them within ten seconds or less and it was a free kick and you're like there's just no consistency like whether it's a free kick or it's not it's the inconsistency that just boggles the mind and to your point it's it does the it does the game no good um, from entertainment value it doesn't make any sense people don't like watching it another thing that they don't do especially at Ibrox is they they don't do things for me that you would think would enhance the quality. Like, they're not hard enough on time-wasting. You know, nobody. If you're watching on Sky and the game's just, you know, an hour of time-wasting, you're going to be like, I'm not watching Scottish football again. And rightly yeah. so. So they don't help the product, whether it's for us or for the TV or for whatever. They don't They don't help the, the quality of football. They don't help the entertainment value. No, definitely. And I think something needs to change with that, Keith, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, we're a prof- <laughs> professional outlet. You, you know, you're trying to compete with stuff, but... You know, we've got guys who literally see this, see it as a hobby, you know, and obviously, like I said, they're getting paid handsomely for it as well. I mean, if somebody was giving you a £1,000 every week to, to referee, chuck your job and do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you? You could die. I mean, if you're doing it, if you're doing four a week, uh, four a month, that's four grand a month. That's, yep. that's that's twice, that's two wages. Do you know what I mean? Two grand a month is a good enough wage, never mind four. So, yep. um, like... Oh, aye, easy. And the, the the danger for me is, I think you're touching on the right thing. People think VAR's the answer, but when you've got the same untrained Muppets looking at it, then what difference does it make? You know, you, you need guys that are, are of the right quality, the right level. And that's the thing, like, you know, you can talk about uh, bias or whatever you, you might want. For me, there's just a, a, a fundamental lack of quality in the game, full stop. You yep. know, like, they're just... Even even the ones that you're like he's he's no biased they're, they're just terrible because they yeah. you, you've been at games and you're like referee didn't make any sense to either team you know he's gained stuff that's bonkers and no gain stuff that's obvious for for both ways so it's no I don't think there's any any uh, fan of any team in the top flight that's like oh the, the referees are brilliant even Celtic you know you talk to their fans and they think they're, they think the refs are all masons and you're like 
Do you ever watch any of your games? Yeah, obviously no. Wait, I, mean, I don't watch theirs right enough, so I don't no, know what the refs I'm, do. I'm, but I imagine they watch a few of your games. I'd imagine they do. So, <laughs> I don't know how they, you know, like, the refs are crazy. They're just yep. terrible. It's, that's what it is. It's just a lack it of is. quality. Massive. It is. It is. But that's me and my soapbox about, about the standards of refereeing. Let's get on with it, mate. Eh? So, Happier the, times. Annan. game. Oh, honestly, Hibs game. How cold was it? Let's talk about that quickly. How cold was that? The snow was coming down. I was Aye. like, Rangers need to score soon so I can get away early. I'm only kidding, but it was Baltic. Oh, was man. freezing. See, when I got up to, to to leave and then gone up the stairs, oh, man, I thought my thighs were going to crack. You know, they were just frozen. Because like you say, it's uh, the snow's coming. And when you're sitting there with your jacket on and that, the only bit of you really that's exposed as your, as your thighs, do you know what I mean? Because I had a yeah. jacket on, so my top half's totally fine. My legs are straight down and kind of behind me because underneath the seat or whatever. Um, it was just my thighs that got just covered in snow. My trousers like had these, you know, like just dark, wet patches. And my thighs underneath, man, I think I think it was I think it was Thursday before they defrosted, honestly. It was <laughs> it was still, like, I, I got in and they were still, I was still like a wee bit sore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, it was horrible. It was horrible, but then the weather wasn't any better for wasn't any better for Saturday night at the at the Annan game where the conditions looked horrendous, particularly the first uh, half and hey, there as well. Diallo but... looked like he was in a shower, man, at one point. Did he? <laughs> you, you see these, like, his full heat just looked soaking. Like, it wasn't even wet. It was just, there was, it was just water on him. Know. You know, it was, oh, it looked funny, man. It was. So big big changes in the team, you know, whole, wholesale changes all around. Everybody was, um, everybody was, they start, anybody who started the Hibs game started this game. So it was, it was good to see such a good change and quite a strong team. It was fantastic to see, you know, it was good to see, um, Sikorsky making his debut. I think that's how you say it, making his debut, um, at right back. I think he put in a, a good performance, but it's the, the start of the night was obviously seeing, um, big Phil Hollander back Aye. and bagging, bagging a goal for a corner, showing a hit, showing, showing, showing a few, few defenders how it's done. Oh, aye, aye. I mean, um, totally, Hollander, he might be my favourite player in the squad. I don't know. It's hard to pick, but he's a, he's definitely a contender. So to see him back, it's phenomenal. He's our best defender and he's our best defender in the opposition box for winning headers and scoring. Yep. I mean, well, maybe not for winning headers. Goldson wins more headers than anybody probably, but... He's got a heat like a sheriff's badge, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Whereas Big Calander gets him on target. You know, he, he yeah. could have scored two inside the first five minutes or whatever. Yep, he could have. Um, so, you know, one kind of save, cleared off the line type deal. So, nah, man, definitely. It's good to have Big Phil back. I think he's phenomenal and he'll really make a difference to us. We've, you know, we've seen lately, we've conceded a lot of sloppy goals, six in two games, um, you know, before this we run we are talking about. If Big Phil's in the team, you know, we probably don't concede half of the goals at least, you know, he's, yeah. he is different. Uh, so, so good to have him back. And if, if Balogun's back as well, um, hopefully just a wee minor one as we we're talking about earlier, then we're back to full strength at, at the back and that'll that'll make a real difference in this this perfect time in the running. Yeah, yeah, Balogun's back. I don't think there is any real injuries other than, you know, just the sort knock. of long-term ones. Yeah, the sort of... Um, Femmer, if that's his name, the boy with the, the heart condition that we signed in the summer. But other than that, there's been oh, no deal. And maybe Jack, if yeah, Phobe, sorry, and if Jack um if Jack's back, obviously that's a Jack's back in training this weekend. Um I seen a clip of him but um in the in the training room. So he's back in training and stuff like that. So hopefully he'll be he'll be in about it for Thursday as well. But yeah, wholesale changes in there. Um, you know, you're saying Hollander's your favourite. I think Alfie's my favourite, but my second favourite's got to be Fashion Sakala. And when he puts that 
when he puts that cross come shot and <laughs> what a goal it was and I love it after it he tweeted saying he meant it oh, you know, because everybody was saying that and obviously he's just, he's just a, a nice funny guy but yeah it was great to see see him bag his goal in there did, I mean, I just, I had visions of my icon at the World Cup, remember the, the Brazilian right back when he did something similar, it was a bit of a yeah. tight angle and he did that where, well, he's a Brazilian, so everybody was like, I probably did mean it, but I, I'm not sure he did, but oh, I mean, it was it was a crazy, I was watching it and then as soon as he hit the cross, I was like, oh man, he's over hit that cross and it just, right the top and the post, I was like, eh, okay, and then I liked, I mean, he's, he scored two goals in the run that we're talking about and he's, He's doing what he always does, or he seems to do a lot. Stealing celebrations, man. He did the when he scored against Hearts. He was he was Danny Alfie's celebration badly, yep. and then and at Annan, he was he thought he was Cristiano Ronaldo. He I, did, I didn't know, he? Aye. Was and he good? He, 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 he's he, robot next. He also scored at the start. And he done um, a few weeks ago, and he done the Arfield salute as well. So, uh, he's 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 good to take the piss anyway. That's for sure. Which is which is quite <laughs> fun to see as well. Um, I, I thought it was also good. A few guys I wanted to talk about as well. It was good to see. Um, Ruth getting in amongst the goals as well after he's, you know, we've no we've no seen him basically since the Celtic game, so it was good to see uh, him starting and getting a goal as well. For um, James Sands was pretty was pretty good in the first half, you know, playing in that defensive role coming out with the ball, but you'd you'd expect him, you know, not to be put up, you know, no disrespect to Annan, but you expect him picking up everything, but he was bringing the ball out and quite calm and assuredly. Um, as well, it's just good that you know. You, I, I don't think we'd we, you'd really be holding your hopes out to play him centre half or anything like that. But it is good to have that there if we if we were struggling, we know we could play him there. But yeah, I think I think the interesting thing is it, it opens the three at the back door a bit as well, right? It's another option because if you if you play three at the back and you've got wing backs, a lot of the time teams will. I mean, you remember um, England used to do it, and they would have uh, Kyle Walker as the right sided centre back. It's good to have somebody that can come out with the ball. Chelsea, I've got Rudiger. He's not bad at coming, you know, charging it with the ball. It gives, yeah. you, it gives you something different, driving from deep that can then, you know, it helps with the breaking the lines or whatever because the, the opposition midfield might not expect it, and then somebody's got to come out to try and shut them down. And you know, what I mean, it creates different situations, different movement, different spaces. So it, it, maybe that's where Gio and the team thought, well, well, let's try this right, and then you could be, how is that guy doing that role? Well, now we've got a three-at-the-back option, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see um, as well. And then one of the guys I did want to, did want to finish on, it's, it's no great, but Scott Wright um, didn't really do much to sort of put his way into the, into the you know, the manager's thoughts, did he, with that performance? I hate to finish on a downer, but, well, well actually, I won't finish on a downer. No, I've got, say, a, few I've got, what, I've got a few more I want to talk about as well. But No, that's good. No, I did, Scott Wright, listen, he didn't... He didn't let the light the heather on fire. It didn't have a shocking day either, right? I didn't think, you know, it wasn't like he scored two OGs or anything like that where you'd slightly slaughter the kid. So, nah, again, if he's going to do it, he's got to do it soon. Uh, he's got to find his confidence, I think, because he's, he's definitely got something about him, you know, when he's at full pelt. He's fast, he's tricky, he can, he can you know, he can ghost by players, um, but he, he needs to find a bit of composure and end product and probably a bit of confidence to get back into that zone where he, he is actually causing trouble and putting himself in good positions to show his composure and show something about it because I think that's what lets him down, you know. He, he, he does have it and if he can just um, maybe not try too hard and just calm it down and let it let it happen, um, he looks like a, a fighter who's panicking and trying to find that big punch and that's when they don't happen, you know. you just got to, just got to get into your rhythm, I think. Um, yeah. So definitely not great. But... Diallo is a 10. 
I thought looked really good in the middle. And I yeah. know it was I know it was only Annan, but I, I liked him getting involved more. He was hungry, he was coming looking, he was tracking back at times and I, I thought it was a good shift for the kid. I really liked it given the, the pitch and the, the weather and the opposition. I thought it, it it was it was quite a professional performance from him. So I quite liked a lot of what I seen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I really like I think he's gonna do obviously he said that he had a bit of a nightmare against Celtic, but I think he'll he'll turn that round and I think he'll be really useful for us at the um, towards the end. Um, now, just before we go into the, the Dortmund game, Keith, I wanted to talk about three young lads. Well, I wanted to talk about the subs bench, actually, because it was quite interesting to see the players that came on. We've got two guys in Cedric Itton and Jack Simpson who pretty much seem like they're coming up to towards the end of their career, their Rangers career, sorry. I think mm-hmm. I think we brought Ced back. I think we brought big Itton back on the best intentions to get him in there to get him, you know, to play him because he wasn't playing there and he's better with us and he can offer, I think he could offer something. However, I think he's shown over the over those few games that he's, you know, there's some there's something missing with him. I don't know if it's. I think I think he needs to be a bit more stronger on the ball and a bit more stronger in the challenges. Um, he seems a wee bit light, you know, light footed at times and stuff. Like that. I just don't think he's cut out for Scottish football. Um, Jack Simpson, I don't think it's worked for him at all. I think the quicker he's out here and get to another club, I think it's better for us and for him personally, um, as well. But then you see the other. The other one's coming on and Charlie McCann, Leon King and Alec Lowry, who looked like the, the Lowry looked, you know, he was he, he looked very good, you know, he was getting the ball, running at them. Yeah, young McCann looked composed on the ball um as well. And Leon King put in a few meaty challenges as well in there and he was quick on the ball and comfortable with the ball. So it was quite interesting to see the subs bench um coming on. What did you make of it, Keith? I uh, I think I'll, I'll take them same order as you did. I think for Ritten, if he can't lead the line of, you know, playing against Ross County, then he's he's not going to do it at Rangers, really. You know, that that for me says everything you need to know. And I brought him back with the best intentions. You, you touched on it. We were getting rid of Defoe, you know, right for us and right for him. Um, and good luck to, to Jermaine Defoe, obviously. Um, but so bringing him back was a... It was a free hit, right? There was, there was, you know, there was no downside, but it's not worked it. Um, and you know, I'd imagine he'll be finding a new club in the summer. Jack Simpson, the same. Gerard brought him in, played him a couple of times. Didn't seem to rate him. Um, and Geo doesn't doesn't seem any different. But on a more positive note, I, the young boys look good. They look comfortable at that level. You know, that's kind of the level they operate anyway with the B team. Um, you know, it's maybe not quite as high, but it's not, not a huge amount of difference. It's part time football, but it's real football. They look they look pretty comfortable um, at, at that level. And um, so Lowry's look good when he's played. You know, even when he played against was it Livy played against? Yeah, um, he did. Yeah, in the SPL level. So, but I mean. Promising talents, looking forward to seeing more and more of them over the, the coming seasons. I, I don't imagine they'll be starting many old firms just yet, but I think there's potential in all three of them to, to go on and, and be, be good players and hopefully good players for Rangers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, thought, I thought that was encouraging and I put in, put in a good performance here at the end. Right, mate, let's talk, about, let's talk about Thursday. The big one. The big one. The one that we've been excited for since, we, since we've seen it. Um, Rangers versus Borussia Dortmund. Um, you know, first first legs in Germany as well. Pretty pretty interesting one. Um, going away from home first time out, and there's, you know, it looks like Dortmund might be without their, their talisman Har- uh, Inga Haaland, which would be it'd be nice for us in terms of you know in terms of that. But I would still love to see him playing Highbrooks because he is a fantastic, fantastic player when we when we do play them. 
um, as well. Are you, are you excited am about the game? Oh, buzzing, man, totally. Um, uh, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I think um, Haaland missing in Germany is probably pretty good. And then, like you say, get him, hopefully he doesn't make the, the, doesn't make the game. And then he's fit next week and can come and get a, even a sub-appearance at Ibrooks. So we get to see him, um, but he doesn't get a chance to do too much damage. would probably be perfect for me, to be honest. But I would like to see him, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the tie. It's a free hit. I'm not too fussed about um, about going through. I, I, you know, you don't want embarrassed, obviously. you know, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. it'll be competitive. I'm hoping, see if we're in the tie coming back to Ibrox, then brilliant, right? You, you never know. Let's go and put on a, get, a, get the atmosphere buzzing, get the crowd right going. Um, hopefully, again, you know, some fully fit people, you know, Ramsey's fitter again after more football, Jack's back and, and fully fit, Balligan's fully fit, you know, like, and just get at them and, and see what they're made of and see what we can do. But I think it'll be quite a, um, we were talking about this off earlier and I think it'll be quite a um, high scoring, exciting tie, hopefully back and forth. Uh, Dortmund are good, right? And they're second in the Bundesliga, so, you know, it's not going to be easy. But they concede a lot of goals. They're not very good at the back. Um so I think we can get at them. Genuinely, I think we, we really can get at them. So go and, go and score a couple and see what happens. You know, if they beat you four three or three two, it's not that bad. Just still in a tie, and you know it could be it could be one of those. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be. A real, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Mostly to see to see us lining up against one of these big. You know that, that this is one thing that we've always that we did miss about you know European football and stuff like that when we were. When we were in the in the lower leagues and stuff like that, and bringing our way back up was playing these teams and getting the chance to see them. You know, it's just for all the hard work they've done over the last, you know, the last few years. It's going to be great to see them. And then, like I said, I don't like I said, like you said, it is true. You don't really when you get drawn against teams last year, you're expected to get beat. So you're not really you want you want to play well, obviously, but you're you know you're not expecting anything. You just sort of want them to put up a good fight and. You know, see if we can get them back to Ibrox and make it make a game of it. But anything can happen in a European game. That's the thing. Um, that's the thing as well. You know, it's you know, it's pretty much two cup finals and see see what happens at it as well. And we've definitely got the squad there. To, you know, it it caused some problems. You know, it's a shame that some of the boys will be missing. Like, um, you know, Hadji's obviously out for the season. Maybe beyond that, aye. As well, Halander's not in the squad now, which mm-hmm. is. Probably sensible when you look at it, even though you would probably like to have them in there um, as well. But I think, you know, we we'll just need to give it our all. Aye, aye. I mean, there's there's nothing to fear in the sense that it's a free hit. It's, you know, these this is the, the team that's favourite for the tournament. Yeah. So let that sink in. What chance do you expect it to have? No huge amount. But that's fine. That You know, that, that sometimes that's when teams play their best. Just go out and enjoy yourself and express yourself without any pressure. Whereas all the pressures on them, and you know the yeah they won three 0 at the weekend, but they get beat five two at home by Leverkusen, and they won away at the weekend. So if you go there in the last home game, they got cuffed. Imagine you go there and you know freak of all freaks, you score inside the first five minutes, crowd might start to get on their back. You know, like there's 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 other things at play rather than just the eleven v eleven on the pitch, right? As there yeah. always is with any game. So. There's those factors there that it, it's you know it's not outside the realms of possibility. Yeah, I mean chances are they're going to beat us on Thursday, and um, you know we, we might we might sneak a draw or a, or a narrow win at Ibrox or something like that. That's what the bookies are telling you is going to happen. Um, you know they'll be big favourites, but just go enjoy yourself, enjoy the occasion. Don't get don't get too worked up about it. And work hard, obviously, and all the usual stuff. But 
Um, let's just see what happens. I think the, the scary thing is, imagine, right, just some sort of freak of nature and you end up going through. Well, they were the favourites for the tournament. So what then? Right, like you say, cup football is cup football. Anything can happen. Um, yep. Especially in a, if you keep it tight in a one-off game and the second the second leg being at Ibrox is, is usually a benefit, especially when all away goals. You know, you go out there and you get, we managed to somehow get a draw or an arrow loss. Anything can happen in a one-off game. So if you're still in it, you just never know, man. One of those nights where, like, when we get a Leon away and 1-3-0, you're like, ah, what the... F-? Do you know what I mean? So, who knows? That's, that's why we love European football. That's why you love exactly. it. Exactly. It's exactly. all the drama. Exactly. Everything that European bring, football brings, that's what makes it so special. And, uh, the atmosphere next Thursday at Ibrox is going to be incredible, I think, Aye. Um, as well. Just, well, you know, to see a big team like that back at, you know, a big European team like that back at our, back at our house. Obviously, there was a few last season that we didn't get to see, you know, Galatasaray and stuff like that as well, which mm-hmm. would have been nice. But, yeah, I think the European nights at Ibrox are always special. Aye, aye. I think the the big European nights are are um, you know they're, they're like they're like old firms, but with the the, the, the kind of sick feeling if you lose. Do you know what I mean? They're, like it's not as it's, there's there's not as much bile and pressure, and you know you're just you're wait kind of for an old firm game, especially if it's tight. You're you're choking for the final whistle. You know if it's like one 0 you're up. You're like, or you don't enjoy it until the final whistle goes. Then you can enjoy it. Um, whereas European nights, it's just. Just fun all the time, especially like you say, if, if we're coming to Ibrox and we're still in the tie, place will be rocking, it'll be amazing. Just think of like Braga or even Verder Bremen back in the day when we beat them 2-0 and stuff like that, you know, those sort of nights. You're just there for a great time and everybody's buzzing. It's, it's brilliant, man, you can't whack it. So, yes. nah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to the tie, probably call me a crazy optimist, but I think there's a good chance. Well, you know, we can score, and if you can score, you can win. So I don't know, man. I've just got a wee sneaky suspicion it might be might be a more competitive, a more fun tie than than the odds would suggest. You're a crazy optimist, mate. I know. I know. <laughs> it's true, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll always back the Angels. But nah, we we can win. You know, the delusions kick in, and then. Wait, you see, we'll be like three 0 down inside twenty minutes, and I'll be like, "Aye, all right, fine." I was, <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was at my tea that night. Fair enough. Dortmund proved me wrong. I'll sit. I'll sit down. But regardless, regardless, like I say that it just show that we're back amongst the the big boys again, talking about us in this sort of talking about us in this sort of level and playing against these sort of teams again. It's good to see, and it's right back where we belong. So yeah, it's it's really it's it's really exciting. I'm really I'm really looking forward to to the game on. Thursday and then the following week. Obviously, in the middle of that, we've got a, an important game away to Dundee United as well on Sunday at twelve o'clock. So, Aye, a, put that right. Very important game as well. Yeah, so put that right after after the disappointment of uh, the, the the first the, the the game there earlier on in the season as well. So mm-hmm. let's put that right and let's go from there. See for Dortmund, what would you think? Uh, let, let's have a bash it. What's the team? Jink Geo's going to go. This is for me. This is a, it's an interesting test for. For us to find out a bit about the manager as well, like, you know, is he going to go defensive? Is he going to go and right? Well, let's let's be pragmatic and try and stay in the tie. Is he going to just be like, look, it's a free hat, lads. Let's go and attack. Or what do you think is going to happen? I think he'll play Balogun's fit. He'll play the back. He'll play the. He'll play McGregor, Tav, Golson, Balogun, Bassey. Yep. I think that'll be the back line. Again, it depends who's fit, but if Lundstrom. In there, and I also think if Jack's fit, he'll play Jack. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If not, it'll be Kamara in there, the two of them doing that sort of role that done before. And then I think it'll be it'll be Kent, Arfield, and Aribo with Alfie up front. Controversial, right? Jack's not fit. Do you play Aaron Ramsey? Um you could do. I mean that that'd be good. I think or- he's I think, I think he's one of the ones who can handle it because he's played, obviously, he's he's done that and played in those big occasions before. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it if he if he's if he's up for it, you know, could he, could he be in there instead of Jack or a Kamara? Definitely. Even if Jack's fit? Aye. Do you drop a Rebo and play Ramsey in the 10? You're stirring you know? up some heavy shit here, mate. Well, why sign a guy? Yeah. You know? That's like, true. Okay, he's, he's playing Arsenal in the Champions League all the time. He's at UV. You've got your biggest biggest test of the season so far, right? You don't know you don't know what else is going to happen, but biggest test of the season so far, and you've got this guy that's on two hundred grand a week, or right, we're not paying that, but it's not the point, right? That's what the guy, that's the level the boy's at, and you don't play him. Yeah, I'm playing Aaron Ramsey. I don't know who's coming out. I don't know if if Arfield's at the team and Aribo's on the right, or if uh, Aribo's at the team, or if Jack's at the team or Kamara. I'm playing Aaron Ramsey. I like it. Gio's <clears throat> problem, like not my problem, but exactly. He, that's why he gets the big bucks. Aye, but Ramsey's got the quality that we're talking about that can get at a Dortmund. Now, depending on his fitness levels, right? We don't know. Sixty minutes at Annan, you don't know what he's like. But if his body's up to it, aye, I, I, I can't see why would you not start him? If he's yeah. if he's fit and he's ready to go, the, the guy's starting. So then, what do you do? Right? Does Arfield drop? Does I don't know. I don't know. I think if Jack's not fit, it's probably an easier decision because then it's Lundstrom with Ramsey beside him and then you can still play Rebo and you can still play Arfield and you can still play Kent and you can still play Alfie, obviously. Um, so, aye, I don't know. It's just interesting, man. Um, I think you make room for Aaron Ramsey somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I was just thinking more of, you know, guys who have, who have played more, obviously played more football this season. But like, like you said, we'll bring him in, you know, if he's, if he's ready. Fucking play him. Give him an hour. Even, even if yeah. it's just an hour, you still got five subs. So yep, exactly. give him an hour and then you're putting on a, a fresh Aribo who can maybe go on and give them trouble, right? You just when they're getting tired and Aribo can just go and dance around about them or whatever, you, you don't know. Um I I don't know. I just think if he's if he's fit enough and his body can handle it, I'd start him. And then you don't at Tana Dice and then you do it at Ibrox again, probably. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would I would respectfully Disagree. I think he'll be in the bench, um, and I think he'll come on, and then maybe, maybe come on, maybe with the um, thingy game, and well, maybe not the Dundee United game, but I think he's. I think he'll. I don't know. What, I, I I don't know why, but I just think he. I don't think he'll start him. So I if, if he be... doesn't, if you start him at United, you probably can. He start him at Ibrox in the second leg. Yeah, which is an interesting one, isn't it? I, I, I don't know man I don't know what it'll do I, I just thought it was worth a mention and a yeah question. it definitely is that's a good one but it's right something that Gio's got to think about right yep, um, regardless of what, what we think you've he's got to be considering it it's, it's got to be uh, you know up for debate and up for a decision which again going back to it it's interesting I think we'll we'll, we'll learn a wee bit about the manager because this is a type of test we've, we've not seen him closest thing you've, you've had is going to Sharkhead and I still maintain he tried to go pretty attacking and the team shot the bed I, I don't think Gio set them up to defend um, no. so I, I think there's a good chance he'll, he'll probably do the same again or yeah. maybe he'll learn that lesson and he'll go defensive we'll find yeah. out on Thursday I know 
I know that's the thing. It's really exciting and looking forward to looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds. You know, not just the game, but obviously tactically as well, and seeing what's mm-hmm. in his head and his, and his selection process as well. I know. I think it'll give us a bit of a bit of a, a wee. You know, it's, it's it's an extra data point, right? We've only seen that one big away game. It's another one. Well, let's see. Is there, is there evolution in there? Do we try something different? Does he stick with it and and go? I'm going to go attacking. I hope he does because yeah. just it'll be a great spectacle. But no, nah, man, I know that was a wee bit of a sidetrack there, but I'm just uh, I'm just looking forward to it, uh, and I'm Throwing curious about cur- these things. Throwing a wee curveball in there, mate. I like That's it. it. That's it. I we'll like see it. what happens about what, half four on Friday, uh, half uh, half four or something like that on Thursday when we see the team. Exactly, exactly. So uh, I think that's probably a good pa- a good place to a good place to call it then, mate. As always, Aye. you know. Again, always a pleasure, Keith. It's been great talking to you again about all things Rangers. Um, until then, guys, go and enjoy the game on Thursday night. Enjoy us being in that big massive stadium. Anybody who's going out there, thoroughly enjoy yourselves, um, and we'll be back probably next week to discuss the, the Dortmund game and the Dundee United game. Right, cheers mate. Buzzing, can't wait. Um, like you say, stay safe and enjoy the game as you're travelling and uh, aye, one of the Rangers. Yep, one of the Jairs, that's it. Exactly mate, until then we'll see you soon. Cheers mate. Cheers mate.